Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Big Hitters FPL podcast. We've got Jake and Ludo, obviously, again. Hello, guys. Hello. And we're back here for a Game Week 15 podcast. So first, we'll take a look at Game Week 14, which was a great week for some, (laughs) me. Um, (laughs) So, yes, let's start with Jake's Game Week 14. Um, Yeah, I mean, it it went pretty well, I think. I mean, I had both Fernandez and Salah, so obviously I couldn't have done too badly. Um, but the big problem, as you can see, is my defence. A total of two points with my three players and three defenders. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't too great. I'm kind of annoyed about Chilwell coming off in, in the tenth minute, I think, mm-hmm. um, when he would have got a clean sheet. And Lamptey and Conts are both injured and didn't play. And then Cody, um, Wolves losing to Burnley. I wasn't too happy with. Um, but otherwise, I think I did all right. Wilson did quite well. Um, yeah, but I'm really happy with Fernandez and Salah. And Grealish did quite well as well, getting was it three, two, or two assists. Yeah. yeah. Not a bad week. I feel like I owe you an apology because I convinced you that Lamptey would play. Yeah. And I thought he would, but this time he was actually injured. What a shame. Hopefully they'll both be all right for next week because I kind of need them. Mm. Not a bad week then, Jake. Ludo? Well, mixed feelings because I decided to... Because uh, there were rumours that Salah was not going to play. So I decided that I'm not going to bench a 12 million player or... I'm not going to let a 12 million player play for the last five minutes and get one point. So I decided to captain Saudio. I decided to bring in Saudio Mane, captain him, and in the first like 30 minutes, it was all going really smoothly. You were you were all jealous, but then things changed when Salah man when Salah uh, then came on. Uh, in the last for the last thirty minutes, and yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm quite happy with um, Fabio Silva. Um, very sn- sneaky penalty against Burnley. Um, the bench as well. Sorry, he started no. on the bench, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm not too happy. Well, yeah, this is our group chat just before the deadline. It was Ludo basically freaking out because I told him that Salah was going to be rested. And then the way Ludo does things is he just does it. So then within the next minute, he texted saying, OK, Salah out, Mane and done. And we were like, oh, my God, you madman. He scores an assist in the first half an hour. And we were just like, oh, my God, you genius. <laughs> and then the second half happened. So unlucky, Ludo. Unlucky. Yeah, but I'm happy with taking that risk and sort of not being rewarded but I'm happy that it didn't go you know, too badly didn't go too badly yeah you got you quite some... you got lucky with Fabio Silva as well because you had Welbeck before he scored as well yeah I mean I, well Welbeck got nine points Fabio mm. Silva got six points so it wasn't worth it but still mm. have you got Salah back now uh yes I do I do <laughs> Two transfers you'll never get back. 
and I guess finally me. What a week. What can I say except boom. So happy. But I'm actually also at the same time really annoyed. And I'd like to have a few words with Benjamin Chilwell. Because <laughs> if he'd have played, got a clean sheet, I would have hit the 100 mark. Like, I mean, it's great getting a 98, but come on. Like, it's not even the best I've done this year. I got 98 once before already. So I achieved nothing this week. Because of Benjamin Chilwell. I mean, it wasn't really his fault, was it? Of course it was. No, you can blame Bowen. It Why, was... did he injure him? Yeah. <gasps> Not sure if you saw the injury. It was accidental, but he, you know, he got contact with his studs, so he twisted his ankle. Accidental. And... That's what they were saying. Yeah. So, yeah, disappointed. I had a... It was his birthday as well. <laughs> and Jared Bowen's birthday was the day before Chorwell's. So, How yeah. do you do this? <laughs> You've just got like a huge list in his bedroom of players' birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> Whose birthday is it today? Uh, not sure exactly. Probably um, Jimmy Dunn's. Yeah, Jimmy Dunn's. But yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, Good once again, you. these auto-subs keep on helping me out because Konza didn't play again. But Dallas came off the bench for me with a lovely little goal. Yeah, lovely goal, actually. Banger. And I, Captain Fernandez, like Jake, me and Jake were texting just before the deadline. And we were, I was getting so like in a mess just because I couldn't choose. <laughs> I chose Fernandez in the end because I thought Salah would be rested. And then I was so angry after Salah did what he did. Then oh, the nicest feeling when Bruno did better. It was only by one point, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, my favourite point ever. <laughs> and also, my strikers did well. Jamie Vardy, great performance. Colin Wilson, good performance. Jack Grealish as well did well. All I can say is it's lucky I didn't captain Martinez. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I was seriously tempted by that. But, hmm. Yeah. That's lucky. I was, I was surprised that the average was so low, but I guess if you didn't have the... And this was Salah, you were kind of screwed. Yeah, I was just looking at that. It's crazy, actually, because Salah's only got 40% ownership. Yeah. Like, I was looking at some players that have more than that. And there's some funny names. There's Patrick Bamford. Yeah. He's got more ownership than Salah. Jack Grealish. The most owned player, Son, has been on a bit of a blank streak. Wait, no, he hasn't. Just this week. <laughs> but, yeah, it's interesting about that ownership thing same with Bruno as well 43% expect that to be higher but that's probably why the, the average was quite low Calvert-Lewin as well 61% when his fixtures aren't great I know I, I don't have Calvert-Lewin and I no. don't want to get him no, no, that, could, that, could hurt, that could hurt us this week against Sheffield United mm. anyway I want to talk now about Jack Grealish like like I said there, 43% ownership, but I'm a bit worried about him. I know he did really well this week, but I've watched the last two Villa games just because they've been so important for my fantasy team. And I think he's playing in a new position. I think he's shifted from central to left wing. Yeah. And although he pretty much gets man of the match every game, he, uh, I don't think he's delivering as much fantasy-wise. 
No. Because yeah, he's not hasn't yeah, got like, a goal in a while. I mean the last the last few weeks before this week he got three points, two points. Well, he got ten points against West Ham when he scored. Um, but yeah, n- not great. I mean, at the beginning of the season, he was doing well. But he kind of. I mean, you can't really be disappointed with ten points, unless no. you've got to spend the money elsewhere, like for somebody like De Bruyne. You can't be too disappointed with ten points. It's just looking forward that he's got tough yeah. fixtures, and if you're looking at the two assists he got on the weekend, one was winning a penalty. And the other was a three-yard pass to a guy who ran and scored. So, I'm not sure. I think his value is starting to, to decrease. Well, I've, I've transferred him out now anyway. Because really? of master plan that's in my head. Hmm. Well, the only, I would transfer him out. Actually, I, I give him Crystal Palace, but I would transfer him out. Except he's one of the few players that's actually playing in the blank game week. Yeah. yeah. Be it against Spurs, I think I'm going to hold on to him just because of Spurs just because uh, of that week. But I'm not sure. I, I strongly consider transferring out. Who did you replace him with, Jake? Jared Bowen. Hmm. Interesting. He's got, he's got decent fixtures. Hmm. Yeah. And there are a couple good replacements for him that are slightly cheaper that yeah. you can improve in the other parts of the pitch yeah so last week as you might remember I decided to spotlight uh, Tottenham v Leicester which surprisingly ended quite comfortably for Leicester but this week it's Ludo who's spotlighting what have you chosen yeah. Ludo? I've chosen the London derby I mean I know um, in my on paper it might seem a very dull game uh-huh. Um because, you know, Arsenal are, at the moment, you know, are in serious contention of getting relegated. Uh, I mean, there's, I mean, yeah, I prefer not to talk about that because um, I've got Noah on the show, but... Don't worry, um, I'm happy to talk about it. No, but um, I think in the London derbies, especially, you know, it's a Christmas cracker. You never know what's going to happen. Um, but... Um, Form goes often goes out in derbies, um, obviously, and I think that I think they're not going to be too many goals. I think it's going to go down to the wire with you know with a goal uh, for Chelsea, yeah. but you know it should be quite a tight game because um, obviously Arsenal are essentially playing for their manager now. If he loses his next two games. He has to be out because then you're being just forced into the relegation race, and it's it's actually serious. If you look, if you look a couple of years ago, your brilliant players you had, and now the players mm-hmm. you've got, Aubameyang, yeah. they they're just not delivering. So um, big problem at Arsenal, but I think um, Arsenal will be really thirsty for a big result against their London rivals. So, big game. Well, the thing is, Arsenal's fixtures are obviously Chelsea, which I'd expect us to lose. But then, I think it's really important. I wouldn't call them relegation six-pointers because that's just embarrassing. But we've got... We have got, after Chelsea, we've got got Brighton Brighton and West Brom. West Brom, Palace and Newcastle. Those 
There's have to be wins, really. Well, you lost to Burnley. <laughs> Burnley are now a point behind us with a game in hand. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you are in a bit of a mess, to be honest. What a time to be alive. Yeah. What a time. Um, yeah, I as I said. To lose that. Yeah. To lose against Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, on paper, at the start of the season, you should have gone, yeah, that's a win, this is a win, Burnley's a win, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Arsenal are just making it hard for themselves, just conceding, not really having the correct attitude, top players not really shining. So they've got a big problem they need to sort out. Um, and let's hope they can... Or not let's hope, but... Um, We'll see if uh, they can turn things around. Um, but, you know, with Christian Pulisic, um, I think it might be quite hard for David Luiz or who, or Rob oh. Holding or Hector Bellerin uh, to, to really, you know, catch up with him. Same as Timo Werner. Top I'm 10, fastest, top ten is, fastest players in the world. As Pilaqueta, be Martinelli. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit of a mismatch. Well, I think Reese James will play, you know. And I think Gabriel Martinelli won't, because I think yeah. he's still injured. A yeah, bit. exactly. So we'll have to wait for the big showdown. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Timo Werner, he's, he's so bad. Look, he hit the bar. He hit the bar. Yeah, but that should be a goal. I saw yeah, that. That I should know. have been a goal. I mean, look, give him time. Give him time. Give him time, just like Havertz. It's been fourteen weeks. Look, <laughs> you've spent. We've spent two hundred and fifty million, and you can't just expect things to click like that. Well, I mean, you kind of can. When Timo Werner is just this guy that's been ripping it up in but, Germany. Yes, but I think we all know that the Premier League's a different league, isn't it? Oh, Aubameyang. Oh, yes, of course, look, of course, look, of look at Aubameyang. Aubameyang scored scored on his debut. Was yeah. a Bundesliga's top scorer. Yeah. And now he, he scored like three goals. Fourteen. It, I, I mean, and him. now and now Harry Maguire's got more goals than him. So that's obviously that's quite a true. worry. <laughs> okay, well, we'll say we'll bad. say Ben Chilwell then. No, he's got four this Premier League season. Kurt Zuma. Kurt yeah, Zuma. There cool. you go. <laughs> Um, but yeah. So, so this so-called easy match for Chelsea. Are you going to have any Chelsea assets in your team? Well, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that um, there might be quite a few goals. I mean, Ludo said that there there aren't going to be many goals, but I think there will be for Chelsea. I mean, Arsenal haven't kept, nice. <laughs> Arsenal haven't kept a clean sheet in their last five Premier League games. And they've the not won in yeah, their last five Premier League games. The problem with Arsenal is when we were good, like this summer, last season, it was because we defended well. We didn't score many goals, but we defended well. Now we just can't defend and can't attack. <laughs> so it's not looking good. Yeah. Anyways. I'm depressed enough. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Let's talk about, so we did defender differentials, we did midfielder differentials, let's do striker differentials. And we'll start with Jake. 
Uh, yeah, so I went with Sebastian Haller and McGoldrick. So obviously you can see that their stats, um, they're, they're, they're all right. They're not great, especially, um, well, both of them really. I mean, they're both in the lower half of the table. But, I mean, you can see that they have scored a few goals and I think that their form might pick up. I mean, they've both got decent fixtures coming up. Um, so yeah, Sheffield United have got Everton, Burnley, Crystal Palace and Newcastle. I mean, Sheffield United scored two goals against United, which, I don't know, both McGoldrick. But yeah, I think um, McGoldrick definitely um, could score a few goals in the next couple of matches. And Haller, his fixtures um, are also pretty good there. West, the next, I think, six fixtures are all um, green or um, grey. So, mm. yeah. Brighton, Southampton, Everton, um, Burnley, West Brom, Crystal Palace. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're both, both their fixtures are pretty good. Um, and, yeah, I think they'll do all right. Their double game week West Ham is so looks so good. They got Burnley and West Brom in the same game week. Yeah. What great fixtures those. So Alaire's on 0.5% ownership and McGoldrick's on 1% ownership. So very differential. I always pick the proper differentials. You always go No, you got like sub 1%. But I guess that's what differentials are. Who have you picked, Ludo? Um, well, I have got um, Christian Van Teke and Anthony Martial. So Martial has got 3.8% ownership and Christian Van Teke has got 0.4% ownership. Um, I think Martial is growing um, as, you know, Man United are, are in good form at the moment and he's gaining confidence. Uh, as are players around him so I think he'll get a couple more goals and with Christian Benteke I think that he's um, he's already scored three goals he's very good in the air um, so and at the moment he is like he is um, he is um, sort of the first their first um their starting eleven striker along with Wilfred Zaha. So he's really giving Ayu a hard time. So yeah. Nice ones. And I've gone for obviously a couple in the higher regions. Um I've gone for Bobby Firmino, who's starting to really pick up the form now. Um on four point two percent ownership, but this week hundred and twenty seven thousand managers have already transferred him in. Including looks myself. Like are, uh, <laughs> looks like people are starting to take notice of him. And I think great fixtures for him. And he looks like he's he's starting to get some goals. And I've also gone for Leeds, uh, Rodrigo, who is owned by 2.3%. So a low differential there. Um, I think he's done well this season so far. He... Once he nailed in that spot in the in the first eleven, he's looked like he can really score, and he was unlucky not to score against United, I think. Yeah. And so I think Leeds have got really good fixtures as well. They've got Burnley this week, 
and they've got West Brom afterwards, which should look, which are great fixtures. So I think Rodrigo could be one to keep an eye on for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, not a bad shout. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, moving on, I want to talk about some some premium defenders <laughs> who were on the on the wish list of every FPL manager last year. Slightly trailed off this season though. Robertson and Trent Alexander Arnold. Do you think they're back back to full form? Um well obviously against Crystal Palace, they both I think both got an assist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they've been performing. I mean Liverpool have been kind of iffy defensively recently. But I think now that they've got, you know, a good few fixtures. Again, they've got West Brom, Newcastle, Southampton. I think, I think most of the Liverpool defence. Well, um, I think they'll be getting clean sheets and maybe a goal or assist. Yeah, I mean, especially because they're attacking fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Liverpool are starting to get some clean sheets. Though they are starting to get more solid at the back. They've got four clean sheets this season. And Alexander Arnold's back from injury now, back in the lineup. So yeah. I think they will continue to get assists, definitely. I was considering bringing Matip into my team just for the clean, mm. but I decided not to. I don't know why. <laughs> the problem is with these Liverpool guys that I keep on trying to fit them into my team, but I just can't afford them. <laughs> so yeah. I think this season you're looking at your midfield as your biggest spend. You're looking at Salah, De Bruyne, maybe Fernandez, Son. And that leaves you with, like, nothing for the defence. Yeah. yeah. But if I could afford them, I'd definitely be bringing Robertson in for me. Yeah, especially when you've got really good options like Ben Chilwell and Kurt Zuma, mm-hmm. who are really racking up the goals and assists. So, you know, it's been difficult this season to fit them in. But now, you know, now is the moment, perhaps with this double game week emerging. Mm. You, do, you do have some other, even cheaper defender options, like James Justin's done well, yeah. Kufal, Konza. So, yeah, there are a lot more good defenders on the market this year. And I guess it wouldn't be an FPL podcast without talking about double and blank game weeks. <laughs> We've all come up with master plans so let's take a look at ludo's first oops those are the fixtures just to yeah on them uh so my master plan is uh game week 16 to probably bring in uh leno who's got brighton and west brom who've got really bad or who um brighton and west brom rarely score um so we've got that um and so the green the green that the players highlighted in green are the players who are not blanking and the not blanking are the players who are playing in game week 18 okay um and um the players the players who are are pinkish or yeah brownish uh are uh, the players which have been transferred, just transferred in, in that game week. 
Uh, and then the players in white are the players who are not are not are um, are staying in the team, but are not playing are not playing in game week eighteen. Uh, so, um, so obviously I've got one free transfer in game week sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, um, and I'll be taking in game week sixteen a minus four hit, game week seventeen a minus four hit again, and a game week eighteen a um, minus eight hit. For my game week eighteen team, I'm quite happy with it because I've got. Leno against West Brom. I've got Regulion against Leeds. Diaz against Brighton. Uh, I've got KDB and Sterling against Brighton as well. And then I've got Wilson against Sheffield United. Kane against Aston Villa. So although game week 18 has lots of players blanking, I'm quite happy with my game week 18 team. Mm. Um but in game week 16, I might be thinking of, instead of bringing in Regulion, bringing in uh, Son instead of Fernandez, who's got Leeds and Fulham. Yeah, I mean, I think United have got brilliant fixtures over the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, That's my master t- plan. It's, it's tough to squeeze Son in that midfield, though. Yeah. I'd say probably instead of KDB, because I think yeah, his fixtures think, are iffy. Yeah, I think Son for game week eighteen. If you can't afford, if you can't afford, if you're in a dilemma whether to get Son or Kane for game week eighteen, I suggest you get uh, Son in mm. game week eighteen because they're both playing Leeds, but Leeds are so open in the midfield. So that will give lots of freedom for Son. Is Villa, no? Villa in game week 18. Uh, Yeah. yeah. They've got Leeds game week 17, I think. Yeah, sorry, game week 17. Sorry, I was talking about game week 17. So if you're in a bit of a dilemma, get Son because he'll have much more freedom. As we saw with McTominay, Fernandez, and so on. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess here's my master plan. I've gone also for the Excel spreadsheets. Uh, I've gone for an interesting keeper choice. I've gone for Nick Pope, who's got great fixtures, game week 16 and 17. Yeah. And I've also gone for Brighton second keeper slash maybe first keeper now, Sanchez. Yeah. Who I, who I am going to play in game week 18 against City. Sounds stupid, but he'll make a lot of saves. Or yeah, so, yeah, that as well, but hopefully not. So, uh, yeah, my key is that the yellows are the players I'm transferring in for that week. Blues will be my captain, and then I've ranked their fixtures. So in terms of hits and transfers, there'll be an eight hit for 16, 17, and 18, which oh, isn't ideal, but I, I don't mind it. So yeah. I'm, I'm quite pleased with that plan, actually. Yeah. I've got a solid squad. So yeah, hopefully that'll be Thank good. You. And Jake's master plan. Yeah. Yeah. So this this is my master plan. Um basically to cross my fingers. Um 
Yeah, so I, I've, got, I've got a rough idea of who I need to transfer out. And I'm just going to play it by ear, pretty much. I know what my Game Week 18 team wants to look like. And I'm just going to make two or three transfers every week till then, trying to... Fair enough. Yeah. If, so... you can't, if you're listening on Spotify then and you can't see the screen, it's just a huge photo of a fingers crossed yeah. for Jake's master plan. I'm so, yeah. not as dedicated as Noah and Ludo to, you know, build a whole... I don't even know. We've um, got a lot of free time on our hands, Jake. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just... I, I think I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Nice. And I guess to finish off with, we will take a look at our teams for Game Week 15. We'll start off with mine. It's an interesting one because I am going for it. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to um, go for the bench boost. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I I think we may have discussed this. It's, I think Ludo may have brought it up. But um, he said you don't really want to be um, spending money on your bench. So, yeah, you just want to focus. Yeah. yeah. So what I was saying was um, on your bench, it's good to have one good player like Suchet, for example, and then have some you know, less good players like, for example, Brewster, and so on, because you don't you want to be spending your money on the premiums. So you can look at bench boost as a as a negative boost if you want. Well, it's not very negative because Noah will probably get an extra fifteen points from it if he's you know depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know um, after that he can start focusing on bringing in. I'm not sure who he wants to bring in, but KDB for example or mm-hmm you know, uh, players who really have good fixtures and have got a good chance of producing lots of points. I'm sort of in two minds about whether I should do it this week because on the one hand, as Ludo said, there's probably not going to be a better time to use it than this because come my world card in game week 19, I will have at least two dead weights on my bench who won't play at all. Yeah. Well, another... you go, you go. Okay. So they, I think it is quite good to get it over with. And they've got good fixtures as well. Yeah. Another, I think another thing is that you could, for Game Week 19, when you do wild card, in Game Week 20, you could bench boost. But, you know, I've seen your wild card draft and it doesn't look like you're paying much attention to your bench. Because no, I've gone for... Done, gone. I've gone for yeah, Jimmy Don. You've gone for Brewster. Yeah. So I don't think, you know, it's a very good idea. So this is the best time to do it. Definitely. So is that it? Because I, I, I still wasn't 100% sure, but do you think this is it? 100% I'm doing it? Yeah. Yeah. My one concern is if Palace score against Villa, then it has yeah, to be a very bad one. What's the harm in getting a couple of extra points anyway? Yeah, worst case scenario, I just get eight added points. So yeah. I'm going to do it. One thing we didn't talk about just quickly is captaincy picks. I think there's only really one yeah. option this week. Uh, yeah, Salah and De Bruyne, I'd say as well. Mm. Yeah. Salah is Salah. If you've yeah, got Salah's, both, go Salah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you think there's a shout for a triple this week? Triple on Salah? I'd yeah, say. of course there is. Um, 
Are you tempted? Which I will be asking your opinion once you look at my team. Okay. One thing I will just say is it says always a safer triple is on the double game weeks. So yeah. I, I know you've got your eyes on Bamford for that double. Yeah. So maybe save it. So that's my team. I will be bench boosting. So you'll see the results on our Game Week 16 podcast on Monday. But hopefully that goes well. Hopefully Wilson scores a sneaky hat trick for you, City. You never know. Hat trick. Um, and Suchek turns into Prime Ronaldinho. Let's move on to who have we got? Ludo's team. Right. So I've got, um, I've gone for a 3 5 2. Um, and I really. I'm very happy with my team. Obviously, I've got McCarthy in goal, Vestergaard, Ogbonna against Brighton, Zuma against Arsenal. Then we've got quite a nice midfield, De Bruyne, Salah, Fernandes, all captain picks. Um, and then we've got Henderson, you know, perhaps some assists. Uh, he's in really good form. Salchek, he's really... He's really tall, so he's a threat from corners. So is Ogbonna. And then we've got Bamford against Burnley. Hopefully like a sneaky hat-trick. And then Firmino, Firmino um, let's hope that he can deliver as well. So I'm hoping 85 points. I need to get away from Finbar in the league. And <laughs> no, I'm only two points ahead of him. And... I really need to sort out. But probably once once Finbar gets his bold card, I'll probably mess up his team. So <laughs> we won't let you. We'll be guarding his phone. Um yeah. Anyways. I just realised I didn't read out my team, so I'll just quickly do that. So I've got McCarthy v Fulham, Kufal v Brighton, Walker Peters v Fulham as well, Dallas v Burnley, Dyer v Wolves, Son v Wolves, Fernandez, Salah, Captain, Grealish. Bamford and Kane, and on my bench, which will be boosted, Martinez, Wilson, Konza, and Suchek. So that's my team. And then finally, Jakes. Yeah, so um, after my awful week um, defensively, I've got um, all new defenders now, well, other than Konza, <laughs> hopefully he'll play. I've got uh, Lampty on the bench, and I've brought in um, Aurea and Keane, Hopefully both getting clean sheets. Um, but I think I'm going to be using Keane um, in game week 18. Um, so I've brought him in quite early. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with um, McCarthy in goal against Fulham. Hopefully a clean sheet there. Concert, I mean, if he does play, hopefully I'll be getting a clean sheet there. And then my midfield, I'm pretty happy with. Again, Salah captain, Son against Wolves, Fernandez, Leicester. And then I've, uh, did I, yeah, I've brought in uh, Jared Bowen against Brighton. Hopefully I'll get, you know, maybe an assist or a goal there. And then Pedro Neto after, um, you know, Spurs conceding two goals against Leicester. I wouldn't be surprised if he got a goal or assist. Um, and then in attack, I've got Bamford against Burnley and Kane against Wolves. So I think that's a fairly strong team. Yeah. One thing I would say, I, you probably can't afford it, but... If you're getting an Everton defender, I would have suggested Mina because he's got the goal yeah. for it. No, I know. But, um, yeah. So, so as Keane, to be honest. Sheffield United are really weak at set pieces. So I think, you know, might be good. I mean, if you're looking for a differential, good captain pick, Keane. 
Mina Mi- does have that, that track record of scoring from corners, though. He did it against Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, I was going to try and get Mina, but just I don't have enough money for the next couple of weeks. With yeah, my... I mean, scoring a header Fair against enough. Arsenal these days is pretty easy. Uh-huh. I think Jimmy Dunn could do that as well. Oh, very funny. <laughs> um, he also got a good shot on him. I think he nearly scored against Arsenal as well from like... Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wouldn't bet on him scoring though. No, no, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. So I think did Ludo want to talk about triple captaining Salah? Maybe we don't have long left. Uh, I probably won't, to be honest. Um, and wait for a double. So I hope I can get a nice, nice little, you know, around the eighties, perhaps. That'd be, yeah. um, you know, have having a cracking week. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, oh, fingers crossed. Partner. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, if if you are thinking of triple captaining Salah and you're listening to this, it's not that we're advising against it because it's it's a very good shout. But there might just be better options later during the yeah, season. Indeed. Because Salah's got a nice double. Bruno's got a nice double. Bamford's got a nice double. So I'd probably wait. So I think we'll wrap up there. Yeah. Just quickly, we will. Um, We'll be back for us. We'll try and squeeze in an, uh, an episode on Monday for game week 16. Of course, the game week's coming within a day of each other. So the fixture's piling on. So with that, we'll say goodbye and wish you luck for your fancy this week. Yeah. And goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye, guys. Bye.